reject, and I want us to keep doing this, reject the Nathaniel spirit that connects our human worth and dignity to a geographical space and consigns our potential to the dung heap of nothingness. What if writing a book is not just a way to transform the lives of many people, but also a way to create financial freedom and leave a legacy? Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this show is all about. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkiss, Porter speaker, coach, author of Podcasts Power, and the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast, brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. Greetings, entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. This is a show where we give you the roadmap to win with books beyond book sales and dominate entrepreneurship. Our goal is for you to leverage books to transform lives, to create more impact and income and leave a legacy. And we want to make the Caribbean the home of independent publishing. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is episode 12. And we're continuing the focus on the book Untold Stories and sharing excerpts of the book launch and interviewing significant persons who are featured in that book, which is about the Caribbean Graduate School of Theology and its transformational impact. But the entire series is really about highlighting the good in Nazareth and combating that pessimistic view of the Caribbean. Today's episode is focused on celebrating our Caribbean somebodiness, and I'm highlighting an excerpt of the speech given by Reverend Dr. Earlmont Williams. He is a two-time graduate of the Caribbean Graduate School of Theology, and he was our keynote speaker. He graduated in 2002 with an MA in Intercultural Studies. He graduated with high honors. And then in 2006, he completed the Master of Divinity, again graduated with high honors. He is originally from St. Vincent and the Grenadines and is the academic dean at Bethel Bible College of the Caribbean. And I really love the speech <laughs> given by um, Reverend Dr. Earlman Williams, marshalling us to rise above the Nathaniel spirit, to celebrate our Caribbean somebodiness, and to show that we are people who can contribute to the global good and participate in the work of transformation. And so you're going to be hearing an excerpt of that in this episode. But just before we do that, let's have a word from our sponsor, Frame Art Jamaica Limited. 
Come to Framart Jamaica Limited for your one-stop framing, graphic design, and printing needs. We frame photos, certificates, paintings, t-shirts, and so much more. You can also get high-quality prints and framing done in a quick turnaround time to fit your budget. Visit Framart Jamaica at 22C Old Hope Road, Kingston 5, weekdays 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call us at 876-929-3058 or visit us at info at frameartjamaica.com. Serving you for over 30 years. The 
and the frightening truth that we dare not sweep on the, the proverbial carpet, nor turn a blind eye to because its reality swallows up the carpet and gives sight to the blind. However overwhelmingly negative such literary pessimism might be, I join with many other Caribbean thinkers who concur that history lessons, nothingness, rootlessness, purposelessness, and directionlessness are not lifelessness. There is an old saying that we have all probably quoted at some point, where there is life, there is hope. Then the Almighty Bara create, that is, something out of nothing? Did the Spirit of God hover over the Tohu, Bahohu, the formlessness and emptiness of the earth? And the broad order out of disorder, meaning out of man and the civility out of chaos. Oh, yes, he did. Didn't Jesus come as the force, the light, into the darkness of the world to demonstrate human potential for divine transformation, no matter their place of origin? It is in this context of perceived personal, national, historical, and you might even say psychological and spiritual nothingness that Christian faith surfaces, walks on the stormy water of fear, intimidation, and pessimism, and holds onto sinking humanity, bereft of self self-salvific power, you can put it that way, and pulls him back on his promise-fulfilling feet again to refine the natural order of things and demonstrate the transformative influence of God. We all remember, I would imagine, or most of us, Dr. Jimem Moniz, a former president of CGSE, I had the privilege of being his teaching assistant while he was president uh, during my tenure at CGSD after I completed the first master's degree. And I learned some things from him. I read an article that he wrote in 1997 in what was then called Binam, right? He's, he wrote in this article among many other things. Christian faith is a ferment of transformation. Wherever genuine faith is firmly rooted, transformation is on the way. However imperceptible it may be to the naked eye. Let me repeat. Christian faith is a ferment of transformation. Wherever genuine faith is firmly rooted, transformation is on the way, however imperceptible it may be to the naked eye. The fact is that historylessness, as some may refer to our past, 
past is not necessarily a precursor to futurelessness. Rootlessness does not have to give birth to purposelessness, but it can be made to morph into hopefulness, no matter how imperceptible it might be to the naked eye. Nothingness does not neutralize the possibility of the emergence of what uh, Professor Rex Nettleford used to call smugginess. Ever heard of that? Well, who would say somebodyness? The thing about it is that our smugginess has been trampled upon by so many persons in the majority world. Directionlessness, they say, is our experience. But it can give way to meaningless and a sense of, of selfhood. I mean, you might even say selfless. Uselessness, they say, is our experience and our reality. But in one context and to one person might be usefulness, right? And impactfulness. One may assert that the Caribbean has historically been viewed as contemporary Nazareth. And I heard Ruth mentioning something to that effect. The thing about it, my friends, is that the Nathaniels of this world are still looking at the Caribbean and at the Caribbean study, the Caribbean person, with great skepticism still. And even cynicism. And from a position of what you may call sociopolitical imperialism. Still asking the comic sending question, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Can any good thing literally appear in history out of Nazareth? The spirit of Nathaniel is in the area. And it still haunts us. As it can be seen and heard probing the fragile foundations of Caribbean identity and throwing cold water of doubt on the fire within the fire impact. Intriguingly, it has taken advantage of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Nathaniel spirit, to continue to undermine and devalue the Caribbean, Caribbeanness, and Jamaican and Caribbean smugginess. Institutions like the Caribbean Graduate School of Theology have demonstrated that firmly rooted Christian faith, Madam President, is transformative and impactful. On the basis of this kind of unyielding faith, CGSC has been releasing many Nazarenes. I dare not say Nazarites, right? But Nazarenes who we might even say are called Jesuses. Oh yes. Who have gone on to have a life-changing and nation-transforming impact on our world. Many of these nobodies, these Jephthahs, remember him? These outcasts, these periphery dwellers, these occupants of the underside of history, who were consigned to the downhill of forgetfulness by some have emerged like the legendary fiends from the ashes of nothingness, of historylessness, 
say, to not just sing redemption songs, but to facilitate the realization of holistic redemption in our nation and the nations of the Caribbean. This means that authentic transformation of the Caribbean psyche, the Caribbean soul, the Caribbean spirit, the Caribbean body is underway and has been underway for many years now. And this is evidenced by the multiplicity of disciplines and spheres of impact in which the first set of honored CGSD graduates have been serving. Serving as Jesus is, defying the Nathaniels of this world and facilitating the emergence of something out of nothing. Hope of the hopelessness. Identity within the context of historicalness, as they would have said, and emancipation and redemption, where Anansi reigns supreme. Oh, yes. And the ventures to disrupt the status quo are prevalent. These impactful graduates are by no means buffalo soldiers. But they are constantly fighting for the survival of the Afro-Caribbean soul in the slums of Kingston, the trenches of Laventille or South Belmont in Trinidad, and the ashes-filled streets of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. We have the spirit of impact and transformation with us. It was the same spirit that hovered over the face of the primeval deep at the commencement of this age, who was also suspended, suspended over the waters of the Middle Passage, giving hope to the hopeless children of Ham, buttressing, bolstering, and undergirding them for the many rivers they had to cross after their voyage on the Sea of Death. Yes, it was the same hovering spirit the same Ruach, who was the first personal hovercraft. Don't tell me, God is the first technologist. You understand what I'm saying? The first personal hovercraft, well before its time, who saw the, all the pirates robbing and selling the collective eye. It was the same hovering spirit who, in the chaos of the first approved the mass human trafficking racket in history who strengthened the hands of our ancestors as they emerged from the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit of humiliation, degradation, depredation, denigration, and dehumanization. Indeed, it is the same spirit who through Zenas Gehrig gave birth to CGSD. The Caribbean Graduate School of Theology that has been serving as an incubator of sorts, as a place where Nazarenes, remember not Nazarites, <laughs> but Nazarenes go to be honed even more for a world that denies their smartness, right? And defies the somebody in whom they find their spiritual rootedness. The very ground of being himself. At places like CGSD, I dare say, nothing good, some people might call some of us, uh, and according to 
potential to the dummy of nothingness. Reject that spirit. Let's celebrate our Caribbean somebodiness, as we would say in the Caribbean, we lick but with Talawa. And as we close out the broadcast for this week, I want to encourage you to go get the book Untold Stories. There are so many stories in here to inspire. I want to let you know the names of the outstanding graduates who've been featured and their testimonies. You can read them and see where they started and where they have gone on their academic journeys, on their professional journeys. And you can see how the vision of one man, Dr. Zenas Gehrig, has impacted so many lives. For the outstanding graduates who are featured, you have Dr. Delano Palmer. He's one of the first graduates of CJSD, one of the first students. He was in fact the first valedictorian. Mrs. Faith Thomas, she's also uh, one of the first students of the Caribbean Graduate School of Theology. And we heard her story of impact last week. There's, there's Dr. Errol Joseph, Dr. Anthony Oliver, Miss Erica Campbell, Dr. Raul Tyson, and his story is very inspiring. He was shot and injured on his farm, and despite becoming a paraplegic, he still continued his work and went on to get his doctorate. And though he's unable to speak as a result of um, a stroke and other illnesses over the years. He continues to minister by sharing on Facebook and just a tremendous entrepreneur and a person of great resilience. So you really want to go read the story of Dr. Vivian Carr, the first female president. We have Dr. Joan Pinckney, who is also a counselor on Love 101. She's one of the managers at Jam Copy. And of course, we had Dr. Earlmont Williams, Reverend Courtney Anthony Stewart, who led the Bible translation project to put the Bible in Jamaican. And it is a language has been um, codified and standardized. So there's a standardized um, version of our language and the Jamaica New Testament is the first book to represent that. And then we had the late Dr. Yvette Stupart and Mrs. Patricia Eves Mackenzie. And you don't want to miss their stories and their lessons and just reading about them. And I'm sure it will inspire you. So the book is on Amazon. We also have copies at the Caribbean Graduate School of Theology. And very soon we're going to have some in other bookstores on the island. And we're not going to do a short read segment 
And we just want to encourage you to share this episode. And in closing, just encouraging you, as we always do, to take charge of your publishing, go pen it to win, and dominate entrepreneurship. Tough for now, until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit authorpreneursecrets.com for more resources, including the books, Pen It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Enrollment is in January and June each year. You may also sign up for one of Ruth's Publishing Made Easy courses or private coaching to write and publish your next book. Until next time, go pen it to win it.